1: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Guys and Ties podcast. This is Dustin and with me is Rob. We are together again. The guys are back. The ties are still not on, but we're here and we have just watched UVA take out Oklahoma. Rob, how are you doing? I'm
0: good, man. Way better than if we would have lost. Way better than if we would have lost. Way, better, no than lost. No way better
1: than last year, definitely. Way better than on Friday as well, I'm going to say. We are gonna do a quick pod tonight. We're gonna to do a quick reaction to the two uh games that happened this weekend and we're gonna do a quick look ahead to next week, although we're not really going to because our opponents are are gonna be pretty yeah. much set after this game. Right, we're watching the UC Irvine Oregon game right now. This is Friday night or Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday night. night. So this it's, is instant. Yeah, instant, instant reaction. Instant. This is what you guys pay for, right? instant yeah, reaction I wish they paid for I it. <laughs> wish so anyway um, but we're, we're at halftime of Oregon UC Irvine so the winner of that game is going to come to play UVA next week in Louisville mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock at night on Thursday probably the worst time they could have given us but honestly uh, I'm just happy we're just happy to be here Rob yeah and yeah. Uh, and uh that that's what it's gonna be but uh, let's talk about the games this weekend and let's start with the Gardner web game because I know you have a lot of thoughts on the Gardner web game, and I know you want to get them out. So, Rob, tell me your thoughts on the Gardner web game, please. Well,
0: Dustin is being very facetious there <laughs> because I did not see a minute of the Gardner web game. I was in a meeting from 2 until 6 o'clock. My heart was pounding. I watched the text messages and the scores, but could not reply, and it was a disaster. And thankfully we won. Thankfully we won. That's all I'll say. Thankfully. Uh, but Dustin was actually at the game, pulled the hero move, to what was it? Your your train left at two a.m. No, you woke yeah, up at two a.m. Yeah, I woke up
1: at two a.m. So yeah, tell I, this story. So I do. My fight was out of BWI at uh, Baltimore at what was it 5 30 and my train from Union Station left at 3 30 So I had to get an Uber there because of course the metro doesn't run because DC's dumb. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get. I had to wake up at two so I could actually wake up and like eat breakfast and then go. So I woke up at two. Uh, I had a really super long day. It was probably up until midnight watching. Um, I went to the second session, too, with uh, Duke and Duke and who they play North Dakota State and UCF and VCU. So that was fun as well. I was with my dad. It was great. And but unfortunately, the time on Sunday, my flight was at the same time. So I actually left a little bit early so I could come back and watch the game here. Rob and I actually watched it together today, so that was great. But we're going to look at look back to the gardner Web game first. Rob has no thoughts because he didn't watch it, yeah. <laughs> but I do have some thoughts. And my thoughts were, oh my God, it was exactly like the second half of the UMBC game last year. Like Everything that was going wrong went wrong. We had uh, five straight possessions with a turnover. They seemed to get uh, whatever shot they wanted. Momedy seemed to forget how to play defense on the pick and roll. It was just a really awful first 15 minutes really and then they kind of settled in they realized hey we're the better team let's act like the better team they started getting offensive rebounds they started bullying the smaller players from Gardner Webb and we ended up winning by you know 15 but at the at the beginning of the game it really felt like last year
0: well, one thing I'll say is not to sound like a degenerate, but one of my good <laughs> friends from work went to Las Vegas on Friday to gamble on the games uh-huh. and he was so fired up for it and he was texting me. He's not a big college basketball guy. He's just a big gambling guy. And he's like, <laughs> he <annoying>. texts me, <laughs> he's Go texting on. me, he's like, hey, like UVA, uh, 22 points is the spread. Like, should I take him? And I'm like, no, like don't take yeah. him. And obviously look really smart. And then honestly, like we almost covered. Yeah. We almost covered if we didn't put the back well, in it. Well, you end. know the
1: thing about the thing about basketball is it's such a mental game, and if if you're not in the right spot, then you're not going to be able to play as well as you could. I think the best person to look at for this is Kyle, because yeah. Kyle has yeah. been really the face of the UMBC talk all year, and honestly, he did not have a great game on Friday. He didn't have a really good game tonight, uh, but on Friday he he had eight points. He was one of five from three, one of uh, one of three from two. He did have six rebounds, one assist, one turnover, one block, one steal. So he kind of covered all the all the bases, but his offense wasn't really there. And I think he was in his head a little bit, yeah. especially at first. He seemed to force a couple shots. He definitely didn't seem to be in the moment. Yeah. Um. And de- definitely different guys stepped up in that game. You know, DeAndre had a wonderful game. He had twenty three points on on nine of sixteen shooting, and he had. Uh, Five rebounds and four assists. He did have three turn uh no no that's Kihei. He had one turnover, but DeAndre had a wonderful game. He he seemed, especially in the second half, he could get whatever shot he wanted, and he was able to really take advantage of his size uh in the second half, especially. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, but after the you know, kind of after the eight minute under eight timeout, the team really looked different. They came out, they started running their offense, they actually played defense, and Cut the lead to six, and then after halftime it was just all UVA. You know, we were blocking shots, we were making them force tough shots. The only shots they really got were tough threes at the end of the shot clock, mm-hmm. and that's something that was, you know, frustrating. But that's what we're gonna take against a team like Gardner Webb, and I think that's really all we have to talk about. Really, is is just how mental it is, and how much like UMBC it was last year. Just in that first half, it was really terrifying for me yeah i was Dude, scared you know
0: the players had to feel it too i was scared and like the, even i think it was kyle guy but it could i'm sure it was other, other people too. they're like yeah how could you not think about it yeah we were down 14 in the first half against the 16th seed yeah. how could you not think about
1: no it, it like it had it, all it the feeling like the feeling came back and yeah. like i i felt like I, I was transported back to last year except this time it was in the first half and i was like good god like are we really gonna do this again yeah are we gonna go down this road again and we didn't Thank thankfully, God. thankfully. <laughs> I, I do want to shout out the Gardner-Webb fans who were there because they were um, cheering the entire time. They were on their feet the entire time. There was a group of students who was just uh, screaming their lungs off the entire time. Uh, it was a good crowd that they had. Of course, they were only about two hours away, so they were pretty close. But it wasn't a away game for really? UVA. I mean, the, everyone in the stadium except for the Virginia fans were for Gardner Webb. Well, like and, talk
0: about being empowered too. Like yeah. you know you're taking on the one C that just right. lost to the 16, and you're seed up 14 on it. Yeah,
1: of course you're gonna be happy. And I mean, you've got of course the the Duke fans, the UCF fans, the VCU fans, the even the North Dakota State fans, the Ole Miss and Oklahoma fans too. The and not to mention all just the random people who are there. Mm-hmm. They they're all cheering for Gardner Webb, and it was loud. I was there. I was uh, right behind the team bench. It was loud and you the god bless the UVA fans we were really trying to cheer for the team we were trying to get them back up but it was tough to cheer over that crowd like they were they were screaming on defense they were cheering on offense it was great i mean it was a great atmosphere so i'm glad i went unfortunately i couldn't stay for the the game tonight um i do want to say though that i was able to see Zion in person and he is just as incredible I'm in person as that. he is I'm on tv of that. Um, the the play where he lost the ball and then went behind the back and laid it in, absolutely incredible. I also got to see Taco Fall, who is an incredible human. <laughs> very <is> tall, very <laughs> tall. Like I, I don't think the TV doesn't do him justice because it's at an angle. Mm-hmm. Like when you're when you see him next to one of his teammates, it's it doesn't even make sense. Well, you, you know, physics the, is fake.
0: <laughs> what's the name of the sideline reporter? She's done all our games so far with Jim Nance. Mary um, Taylor. No, I oh, forget her name. She's really good. But anyway, they there's a picture of her standing next to him. Oh, it's she's like full oh She's 5'2, right? Yeah, he's like double her height. Yeah, there's a picture on the Twitter
1: like, where she's 5'2 and he's 6'7. 7'6. 7'6. Yeah, I, I mixed up those numbers. <laughs> anyway, that's still totally be tall, yeah. but he's 7'6, so he's over two feet taller than her, which is incredible. Yeah, it's um, wild. So I got to see them not play each other, but play in the same building, which was really fun. They played tonight uh earlier tonight that was a really good game I wish Duke had lost but UCF really put up a good fight um next week is gonna be fun with the Duke and
0: Duke and Tech Duke it's and Tech isn't gonna
1: be in DC so maybe we'll go maybe we'll mm. harass
0: some people Dustin might <laughs> I might
1: I don't know I think it'd be fun it'd I can't go time. I can't go to Louisville yeah I can't go to Louisville nah, but there. but we will be watching um uh let's move on to the oklahoma game
0: okay okay well i think with this game you saw exactly kind of what we expected you yeah. get the mental hurdle of the 16 over you and you're gonna play a lot better and it wasn't a perfect game by any stretch mm-hmm. but i mean getting out to that 7-0 start you know that's exactly what you want to do yeah and, like this team is like it's better playing from ahead than mm-hmm. it is behind and it was a great win you know yeah. great win 63-51 the final 31-22 the halftime split uh, we outscored him by three in the second half, 32-29. But that first half was big. And we played really well in the second half, too. It's just they kept answering. But, no, I mean, what's your thoughts, Dustin?
1: I mean, we, we did have a cold stretch, um, especially Kyle. He played—he uh, like he couldn't shoot. Yeah. He, he was off tonight. He was 0 for 10 He was doing, a, he was doing other stuff. He, oh, was, he, he was playing defense really job. well. He was hustling. He had two good um, baseline drives. He had five rebounds and uh, three assists, no turnovers. So he played well. He only had four points though, yeah. and that's something that, especially if we if we're looking to, if if we get to the elite eight or if we get to the final four, you know that's something that's not going to cut it. Is Kyle having an off o for ten? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's pretty bad against a team like Oklahoma. It was okay because Mamadi came to play, DeAndre came to play, Kihei had a wonderful game,
0: nine points, nine
1: points. Uh, Braxton had a nine point game as well. Jay had five points in nine minutes, so he's he's got to have yeah. the some of the most points per minute of any player. It's incredible. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think just all those guys together were able to offset Kyle's off night. Even Ty, you know, he was twelve. He had twelve points. He was mm-hmm. uh, two two of three from three. Dre was two of five from three. Momedy was over one. Braxton made his one three, and Jay made one of two. Game made one of two. I think I think the rest of the players were really locked in, but I think Kyle was still feeling a little bit of the pressure.
0: Yeah, no, we talked about this during the game, and we feel yeah. like you know it's mental, and like you know, obviously he was very open about the anxiety issues he yeah. had last year, and you know some of that might have played in tonight. I don't know. I don't want to assume anything. No, but we, like the moment was big, and we can't and it was a we can't moment. we can't
1: tell what they're feeling, but yeah. I, I've definitely got a, a like. And he just the way he's talked about UMBC all year, just yeah. the way he's like I mean, looked he forward owned to this that. game. He's owned it. He he's been like the face of the Virginia umbc debate. Not debate, but like it and happened. Talk. It, the, <laughs> talk, the talk, yeah. And I think that, you know, there's gotta be something left there.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's know? no way there's not. No. I mean, like like we said, like there's no way that wasn't in anybody's head when and Virginia that's not, was down in the first half. And that's not to Garden say
1: to that's not to say that you know, that contributed to this off night. You know, you can just go cold. Yeah. Good shooter, I think it might have contributed. Good, good shooters go cold, though. And so, but he had some wide open shots that mm-hmm. he just bricked. So, yeah. I don't know what was wrong. Maybe maybe he's got the flu that the rest of the team had last week. I don't know. But he had a pretty good game other than that. Let's talk about Momini for yeah, a second. Mamadi had a great, yeah. wonderful game. 7 of 8 from the, from the 2 of 1. He missed his 1-3. He had... Nine rebounds, uh, only one turnover, three blocks, one only steal. Only one foul. Only one foul in 28 minutes. So yeah. he had a really good game. He played uh, Oklahoma's guys really tight, and Oklahoma has some guys that he was able to kind of bother a little bit. Brady Mannix, the guy that I was worried about before the when I was previewing the game, and he only scored two points after halftime. Uh, Christian James is their other one who was really good. And Christian Doolittle as well, they had to combine twenty one points between them. And really that was all that sco- uh, the people who scored for Yeah. Oklahoma. Well,
0: we gotta give a shout out to our boy Miles Reynolds, who took a hard one from Jack. No <laughs> yeah, oh It <my> <laughs> just went limp. I, I think he passed out yeah. for like a like
1: split yeah. second. I think I think he actually lost consciousness. Because if you watch the video, like his eyes I think like lays over in the back in his head a little bit. <laughs> like he just went limp. Like he, well, he was running funny before that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but he took one for the team. That's gonna go in the let the excuse me let the bodies hit the floor playlist. Um, but yeah, I mean Oklahoma, they they came out shooting. They're a team that's physical. They're a team that wants to get to the basket, and luckily our defense stepped up tonight. And it was just kind of that that buzzsaw that we're used to, where they just like ate up the team and spit out turnovers and spit out rebounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it was really a really great uh, defensive effort from this team.
0: No, I mean fifty-one points given up, obviously very good. Romney yeah. had three blocks. Yeah, you know, like that's good. That's good. That was really good. No, yeah. it was a great defensive effort, and you know, there you wanted more from Kyle, but you still won by twelve points. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean. Kyle's gonna have to play better in order to win. He will, you know, and he'll, he will. I think back. he's gonna be a lot better next week. Shooters go up and down. I think it's he's fine. gonna be a lot better next he's week. He's good. I think for him the mental hurdle was huge. Yes, yeah. because he I took think, such ownership of that loss. Yeah,
1: and our team, our team, the the ownership of that, of the hurdle. Yeah, you could feel it. Yeah, I mean you could cut that with a knife. I just like how much they felt it, especially in that first game.
0: Yeah. So I mean we'll need Kyle big time back to his normal self, but I think he'll come back. He's fine. I think he will. He's be.
1: gonna be okay. Um, Can we talk about Jay Huff? Let's do a Jay Huff segment real quick. So Jay Huff, uh, he had an okay weekend. He didn't play a lot in the Gardner-Webb game, but he had a pretty good stretch in the first half of the Gardner-Webb game where he had some key minutes. So he he only played five minutes against Gardner-Webb. He had two points. He uh, missed both of his threes, but he hit uh, his one-two. Only one foul, he had one steal. But he was able to alter shots in a way that allowed our guys to get out and transition a little bit, get our guys set. And he helped our defense a lot too, I think, especially in the Gardner-Webb game. I know you didn't watch it, but he, he played some really good minutes in the first half. Didn't play in the second half for some reason, probably because of the size disadvantage that we were having. He He wasn't really able to guard. Their smaller players that well mm-hmm. but he was able to alter their shots because they were getting to the rim every time um on pick and rolls and just also just driving by our guys so i think him coming in altering some shots was really helpful in tonight's game he uh, he played nine minutes and he had five points uh made it made one three also one two had a three rebounds and one block so that's a pretty good stat line well, for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, let's talk about minutes. each
0: of these field goal attempts. Yeah. Because the first one, I think, was was it his dunk or his made three? Uh, He made a three first. Okay, so he made that three, which was nice. Yeah. He wasn't at the top of the key. He was kind of more on the wing. He was over on the... Which, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, In between a the key, in, in between the key yeah. and the top of the <laughs> so key. So he wasn't right at the top, <laughs> right. which is a little different for him. Yeah. But no, it was a great shot. It was a good good thing i, I know, said this i said
1: this during the the thing he has the wettest shot whenever <laughs> it goes in it just the the net just snaps sounds right it feels good it feels right it feels good
0: so let's talk about his dunk because his dunk felt good too yeah took his man off the dribble one bounce i think it wasn't the duke one was just kind of straight ahead yeah. This one he kind of curved a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Yeah, he was of a little nice.
1: I, a little agility. Yeah, in there. you know he can a really slam it rate. home
0: too. Like Mommy does a thing where he like drops it in when he dunks. Yeah, Jay wants to slam it. Jay Jay he likes to, to slam it.
1: Jay likes to pull down the rim a little bit. Yeah, Jack likes to hang. Uh, Mommy doesn't even touch the rim, and Jay likes to pull down the rim with one hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah his his dunk was great. It showed it showed I think some promise for what he's capable of. Yeah. I think his handles are better than what we've seen so far yeah
0: we, he doesn't really dribble much. he doesn't dribble that much no he kind of just catches and yeah. roll or anything um, but
1: but i think he can dribble the ball because he's got some of those guard skills mm-hmm. and i think that next year we might see that a little bit more if he if he starts to play a little bit more is those guard skills dribbling a little bit um maybe taking his man off the dribble from the wing especially if he pulls up for a three and then goes in for the dunk i mean yeah. i don't know who's going to stop him doing that very often and then it's
0: his final field goal attempt was something kind of interesting. <laughs> it was the end of the half. He took oh, yeah. a roll. Kind of more for a Kyle Guy type I, of shot. I don't really know what was happening. I don't think it was designed for him. No, I
1: don't think Tony but, drew that uh, up
0: for joke. <laughs> that was interesting. You know, yeah. maybe maybe save that for next year if ever. Yeah, it was but. like a step back turn around <laughs> off yeah. the off a screen. It's like three. even if Kyle took that shot I'd be like, are you sure? It was like it was <laughs> like falling
1: falling back off of 1 foot. That's like something that you Yeah. <laughs> that Kyle does at the end of the shot clock. So of course it was at the end of the shot clock. It's at the end of the half, but at at the same time he he still showed some of that that youth, that yeah. inexperience where cuz after he took that shot he kinda of stood near half court. Yeah, he didn't uh, go back stop, to the basket. To stop the ball, but his his man, Brady Manic, cut to the basket and got an easy bucket to get the lead to eleven. So or was it nine? It was eleven. To get the lead to eleven. So he he's still learning a little a lot. He's still learning a lot. But you can see you can see the talent. You can see that he's come so so far since the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I think he's gonna be a, a really nice piece uh in the next game, at least, if not the next two games. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play some, get some more confidence
0: in yeah. these games. No, he's just a spark. Yeah. Like, it's so important. He's insta, just a spark. insta points. Yeah. And another bench guy we'll just give some love to, Kihei Clark. Kihei, I love him. You know, you you everyone, you You've included, loved him. was talking about how great he played the first game. He played The incredible. second game, he scored nine points. Dude, if yeah. you get getting nine points out of this guy... In any game, you're going to be doing all right. I yeah. mean, that's a good stat line for him.
1: Yeah, well, let's talk about the the Gardner Webb game for a sec because he was he had three points in 36 minutes. This was a game that he was going to play in a lot in because of the the size. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're more his size than most teams are. So he was going to play a lot. He made uh, he was one of five from the field, but he made his one three, uh, and he had five rebounds, four assists. He did have three turnovers but those were all kind of in the first half when we were all playing bad. He had three steals, only one foul. He was really able to disrupt their guards, and he was able to distribute the ball really well to the players who were scoring a lot. He also, and this doesn't show up in the box score, you know what we talk about? This is a really cliche, but he, he did a lot of things that don't show up in that box score. He was diving for loose balls. He was uh slowing things down when we needed to. He was speeding things up when we needed to. He was really feeling the game in the second half. So he kind of uh controlled how we distributed the ball in the second half, which was great. And today, he also had a good game.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, totally. You know, he... Nine points. So he plays 33 minutes, which is you know it was good for him his third most on the team behind uh behind kyle and ty jerome so plays 33 minutes three for five from the field two assists to two turnovers although one of those turnovers was super early in the game um you know he just looked comfortable out there and that's what's important it's like just him looking comfortable you know he Mm -hmm. got in there he drew a foul you know looked like it might have been an and one almost you know he's just that's the type of things that we kinda didn't see mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago that now we're starting to see, which yep. makes it more dangerous and makes you respect a shot at least a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then also if people are respecting his ability to get in the lane, even to just score because so many times you go in there and you know he's trying to pass. Yeah, he made so, he
1: made uh two laps today. Yeah. Which is so huge. It was good. One yeah, was
0: like a little shifty thing, kinda yeah. left handed, yeah. even though he's going from the yeah, right side. It was side. Yeah.
1: And of course he made one of two threes, so which is great too. So
0: fifty percent? Yeah, so if I take that. Yo, know,
1: if we can get nine points out of him, yeah, that's awesome. Especially on a night when Kyle's off. Yeah. Um it, without his nine points, it'd be a lot closer.
0: Yeah. So I mean I guess now like we kind of recap the games, you know, not a hundred percent knowing who we're playing next. Wait,
1: I do want to shout out Braxton real All right, quick, let's he, shout out Braxton. Well, he had a really good game too. He he had nine points. He made all of his uh field goal attempts. He was four four. He did miss two free throws. And he had nine rebounds, which was uh, really awesome for him. He had a really good game, especially uh, uh, coming off a Gardner webb game where he might not have played as well. Didn't play as much probably because of the size issue. Again, uh, I think this is a really important game to, for him to get you on know, track a little bit for the for the tournament. I think he's a really uh, good piece for us to have, especially coming off the bench. He's a, a defensive spark instead of an offensive spark, so he's like the anti Jay, <laughs> yeah, or maybe Jay's the anti Braxton. I don't know. Anyways, he he had a really good game. I just wanted to let people know that we didn't forget about him.
0: No, I mean, he's... What was Tony Bennett? Was it after the Gardner-Webb game, Tony Bennett, his big comment was, like, the bench guys are going to, like, play a role. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was some video. There was some promotional thing out there that was, like, the bench guys need to play a role. And they did. I mean, they did today. Yeah. So no doubt. But I guess now as we look forward, you know, what... And the things that we can control, what have we been doing well, and what do you want to see more of, kind of as we look at the Sweet 16 next week?
1: I want to shoot the three ball a little bit better. You know, we only shot 29% today, and I know we could have shot better against Gardner Webb too. So I'm looking to shoot that ball a little bit better. We we're good. Sh- we're one of the best three point shooting teams in the country, uh, percentage wise. We don't shoot a lot. I mean, we we do shoot. We shoot enough. It's a good it's a good mix of twos and threes. But I want to see us get back to that level where we can hit them on a more consistent basis because, you know, 29%, 30% is okay, but we can hit at a 48, 49% clip. And that's huge for our team. That's a lot of our points. If we do that, we spread them out, makes things a lot easier inside. So, especially on a team like Gardner Webb or Oregon, where maybe they don't have the most athletic guys, uh, getting to the basket's going to be awesome. And to help that out, making some threes is going to helpful too
0: yeah no totally agree with that my big thing would be free throws and Mm -hmm. i would have said three-point shooting but doesn't cover that perfectly (laughs) so free throws you know we were two for five today so obviously we can do better both in terms of percentage and just volume, I I think mm-hmm. a good number is ten a game. Yeah, if we can get to the line ten times a game. Yeah, because we're not th- not ten times. We at least get ten free throw attempts.
1: We're not a team that gets a lot of free throws. We're not we're not teams that are you know they're running into. Kyle people should
0: have I think had at least one or two calls on him. I think so where too. He could have gone in the line. Yeah, but, but
1: but he didn't. Yeah, and that's what we live with. But I do agree that I think that we could have had we we should have made more. You know, Braxton is a. He should be better at free throws. Yeah. Mommy should be better <laughs> at free throws, and uh, Kihei made both of his. So I don't know. Or, I, I think. We'll or, start so going. I was just
0: gonna say when I make that comment, I think DeAndre Hunter because DeAndre yeah. Hunter is the guy who can get in the lane. He's the guy who can really slash and yeah. get in there. Well, he
1: like, only he only had ten points today. He he didn't attempt a free throw either. So I don't know if this was a he played really well in defense. Yeah, He was a really good defensively, but player. I don't think that this was a game where he needed to step up.
0: I mean, you talk about the guys who stepped up offensively today. It was the guys that weren't so obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the Momides, it, it was the Kiheys, the Braxton. Yeah. So I think we're going to need, in order to beat the best teams, our best three players are going to have to play their best mm-hmm. games. I think we've known that. But I think we've known that the potential is there, which just makes us so excited about what hopefully could be to come in yeah. the next, you know, hopefully two weeks. Yeah, so. exactly
1: um so it's gonna be fun and we're not gonna preview because at this point when you're gonna listen to it we're gonna know if it's Oregon or UC Irvine so previewing both teams is gonna be pointless so we're not gonna do that um but if if we get to the Elite Eight we would face either Purdue or Tennessee Mm -hmm. uh do you know anything about Purdue or Tennessee at this point
0: I know Tennessee almost blew a big lead today, but uh-huh. they also have so much talent. Yeah, they have so much talent. Yeah,
1: um, Tennessee's scary because they're so physical, and you, you know we're, we're physical. We're physical too, but we can get pushed around sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes mom, especially I'm thinking Mommy and Jay, yeah. can get pushed around. Especially if Jack is not playing enough because. If his bag is hurt well, let's, or let's talk about Jack because okay. Jack
0: played two minutes today yeah. against Oklahoma and then he played seven minutes, is that right, against Gardner webb I think it was five. Five. So yeah. he you know, played seven minutes total for the this weekend. Yeah. He didn't start even no. today against Oklahoma. Mom and he started in his place. I which think, was a good decision. I think. I think
1: his bag is hurt. And I don't that's not an official thing. I don't know anything, but my my dad was saying that my dad has a stiff back, too, so he might know a little bit. But but he was saying that Jack was walking around a little bit funny on the court. Uh, he, he was looking a little tight. I don't know if it was just because of his big ACC tournament outing. That's all the points he can There's have for points, a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I We can't say whether or not his back is hurt because we don't know. But maybe it has something to do with his back. Maybe it's just because, honestly, Mommy and Jared are just playing much better than him at mm-hmm. this point. And also... The teams that were matched up with Braxton has fit in better because mm-hmm. uh, against Gardner Webb, a six ten guy who can't move very fast is not going to yeah, cut it. Not an offensive threat. Not really. an offensive threat threat either. So, so I think having a smaller lineup helped there today. You know they have some some good guard play, but they're the guy that they play the who's who's the tallest Brady Manick, is only six nine, so that's a better matchup for Movney, especially considering he brings him out to the to the perimeter. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe just not a good matchup. Maybe it has something to do with both. I don't know, but interesting note that yeah. he's not playing nearly as much as he has all season.
0: Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. You know? Yeah, you got to play your highest ceiling players when mm-hmm. it matters. But
1: I, I will say that if we if we do play Tennessee, I They'll think play. I think Jack would play because Jack is a banger. Tennessee is a team of bangers. Yeah, like they they just hit you straight in the mouth, especially Grant Williams and Adam, uh, Admiral Schofield. They are two really big guys, full of muscle. They can also play really well, too. So I'm excited to see what happens there. The other team is Purdue. Purdue is, you know, I didn't think they were that good, but they're a three seed, and their main guy, Carson Edwards. That's his name. (laughs) I forgot his name for a second. Carson Edwards, he is uh, good. He had 43 points today in their win and, or maybe it was yesterday, but this weekend he he had a huge scoring output. He was able to get whatever he wanted. He's a good shooter. He's a good driver. He's small. Mm-hmm. He's key sized. A little bit taller. A little bit bigger. But I think that's a better matchup for us. I, I'm I'm gonna root for Purdue. So. You'd rather play Purdue. I would much rather play Purdue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tennessee would be interesting just because of the storyline, the whole like Joe Harris driving to Tony's house. Yeah. You know, it's it's a former sports writer. There's a lot of content there. (laughs) I think uh, beyond basketball. I think that
1: storyline has passed because, (laughs) you know, we we were the one seed that year. We made the Sweet 16 and and like whatever. But I think that Purdue would be a better matchup for us, especially because considering that Purdue, I don't think is a great shooting team and Carson Edwards is like their biggest like their best player by far mm-hmm. by far purdue their um best shooter on the team uh shoots at about a 40 percent clip so they're they're not a really good shooting team tennessee is a good shooting team they can shoot you out of the gym they can also body you down low so they, tennessee can beat you in a couple of different ways um that being said tennessee hasn't played very well past couple games so maybe they peaked too early maybe they're slipping who knows? Yeah. That's why we see who wins. So I'm excited to see what happens next week. Uh, games, once again, kind of at a sucky time. We're at the Thursday-Saturday slot. Our game is at 10 o'clock. Uh, the game before us will be at around 7.30, I think, or yeah. 7.45.
0: So, so, I mean, so it could get 10 o'clock, might be. 10.15, yeah, 10.30. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's why we play the games. If you're going to Louisville, cheers to you because I can't go. I know Rob can't yeah. go. Uh We're working men. as i said last week gotta keep the roof over our (laughs) heads we we do have jobs for the family yeah um but i'm excited to see where this team can go yeah so
0: i one thing i do want to say before we leave Mm -hmm. is i was selfishly a little disappointed with our draw at the beginning just because i really wanted to be in dc Mm -hmm. but i mean knock on wood like this is this is how you want it. You know, we're going to play either a 12 or 13 seed in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get to the final four or past the final four without playing good teams. So we're going yeah. to play a good team if we're lucky enough. We'll play a good team on Thursday. Purdue's good. And then we're also yeah. going to play a good team in the Elite Eight. But
1: Oregon and UC Irvine are both good teams. Right now, UC Irvine's up 37 to 35 with about 14 minutes left in the second half. Uh, I'm I'm not going to stay up to watch it, but I will look at the highlights tomorrow. Um. So maybe maybe I'll tweet out something tomorrow about the team that we play. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I I'm excited. This is this feels good. Th- yeah. This feels right. It, it feels right. <laughs> it feels right. It feels like you know we're feels back. Just. On, feels back on track. You know. It feels like um 2016 when we made the elite eight. Yeah. And it does. Eventually lost. There's a Syracuse. similar confidence yeah, level to it. There right? is. There is, and the I think, but I think this team is similarly diverse in scoring. You know, that team had Anthony Gill, Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> London, Parentes, Mike Toby, Mike Toby, um, he was sixth man of the year, yeah. in the
0: ACC at that year. People I think. forget, yeah, <laughs> I think it was the
1: year before that, actually, was it? Yeah, it was okay, yeah, but you know, this is a team that has can score in different ways. The defense is elite as it always is, and I think that we our matchup right now is looking pretty good with UC Irvine and Oregon. I think we match up well with Purdue. I think that the game with Tennessee would be amazing. It'd be a, heck of a, game. It'd be a really good a heck game. Of a game. And we'll see what happens. So we gotta make it there though. So we gotta we gotta focus on Oregon and our here <laughs> fine. Uh Virginia fans know that well. But I think do you wanna cover anything else? Any shout outs you wanna give? Are we giving yells today?
0: I mean we can give a yell to the football team, start spring practice yeah. tomorrow. So tomorrow being Monday. So I'm pretty fired up for that. A lot of good news, you know, get a four star just the other Imba, day, twenty nineteen, yeah. Jeffrey and
1: Yeah, I wanna I wanna shout him out because he he uh bamboozled people. He he picked up the Tennessee hat. And then ripped off his jacket and showed UVA <laughs> underneath. So I, I loved that. that it was was his good. final
0: choices were between Tennessee, Florida, and Virginia. And that's saying something. He's yeah. picking UVA well, over that's, two SEC that's schools. That's Vic Sohoto right yeah. there. That's, yeah. you know, three defensive linemen. You know, Jawan Briggs and Jeffrey Mbaugh, I think, are consensus four stars. Mm-hmm. Ben Smiley has a four star either from uh, Rivals or uh, ESPN. I forget which one. Mm-hmm. But dude, Vic Sohoto's killing it. And yeah. we're going to go from dressing. Four defensive linemen in the bowl game to having a pretty good young roster. Yeah, defensive linemen. yeah,
1: they they're gonna kill it too. They're all big guys. Yeah. They're gonna they're hungry. They're ready to go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are we talking football right now? During <laughs> <heart>? <laughs> we might be another another <laughs> shout out.
0: Men's lacrosse beat Johns Hopkins this weekend, so yeah. I'm always gonna love that. Yeah. so go who's on. That. I do want to
1: shout out Jack Mueller on the UVA wrestling team for making the national semifinals. Good call. Um, he didn't he didn't make it to the finals, but he had a heck of a run. Uh, upset a couple guys too along the way. So shout out to Jack Moeller. I was never a big wrestling guy, but yeah. respect the heck out of them because one of my roommates was a wrestling guy, and he he like took me down one time. It was tough. I couldn't get up. <laughs> so they they're super super talented, super strong, and yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's all. No, we was. can
0: talk football content, you know, hopefully in two weeks. Yeah, when this two, thing is
1: over, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll be talking football if, if we're still talking about <laughs> basketball in two weeks. Something's great. Right. So. <laughs> We'll get there when we get there, but thank you so much for listening. As always, this is Guys and Ties Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Guys and Ties Pod. Make sure to follow us on Snapchat and Instagram at Guys and Ties Pod. Follow us on Podbean and iTunes if you want to keep listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes, sir. Go, who's? Yes, sir. Be- UC Irvine or Oregon? Or Oregon. <laughs> Whatever, whichever one happens, you'll know.
0: Yeah. <laughs>